welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map. Each week it's games, news, and more from the classics to the current gen as we explore gaming's infinite ever-changing landscape. Check out the gaming adventure on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. Gamageddon is upon us. So, I have a completely unrelated thing to start the podcast out with today, as I do four out of five episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually, kind of. Yes, yes. So, I'll have you know that I, I like a certain brand of gummy bears. Uh, they're called Albanese, and they have 16 flavors. So, I, I brought a bag with me to work to eat at my lunch break the other day, and I opened them up. And I'm like, 16 flavors. So that's a lot of flavors for one bag of gummy bears, which usually has maybe like five flavors. Mm-hmm. When I tell you there is one flavor of those 16 flavors, pineapple. That's the only flavor I don't really oh, like. Oh, this is the ones you've showed. Okay, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They've got like a little ring of bears of all colors and on, on the package. When I tell you every gummy bear I pulled out of the bag was pineapple. And I'm like... What's going on here? I looked in the bag, and there was definitely other colors in there, but I just kept pulling out pineapples. So then I started looking for the pineapple ones, and I just ate them because, I, you know, why not save the, the better ones for later? Later on, I go back to the bag of gummy bears. I'm like, okay, the pineapple ones are all gone. I reach my hand in. <laughs> another pineapple one. I'm okay. like, dude. <laughs> I'm like, why? I definitely didn't get all 16 flavors in that bag because, like, 20 of them were pineapple. So I, sad. Very upset, you, disappointed. You could make it, not necessarily complain, but I think you could some way contact the manufacturers be like, yeah, I just got all once, and I think they just give you a coupon to get to get another bag for, you know, for a, a pretty good discount. It's like all the other flavors are so good. My personal favorite one is grapefruit. I, if I could have a whole bag with just the grapefruit ones because they're so unusual, maybe like the, the sour apple ones or the blue ones, but the, the pineapple ones... I guess that's all I had to say at the beginning of this I mean, this you year. don't sound pretty upset. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, pineapple, uh, sad. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's I'm probably making a bigger deal out of it than I need to, but man, I was like, you know. You know, it's one of those things where you just kick your feet on the ground and like, kick some dust up, and you're like, yeah, this kind of, <laughs> this kind of bites. <laughs> but aside from that, I don't think I have any other interesting, like, consumed items of of the past couple weeks has been pretty pretty standard here i don't think i got anything crazy new snack i never get anything crazy new snacks i don't i don't really i don't know i think i think i just like the same snacks i've always liked since i've been like little so i'm just like i don't really try to anything crazy or different it's funny because this is the the episode that comes out before halloween not the halloween special that was last week but the one that comes out before halloween and i feel like we exhausted all the new candies and halloween ideas like back in september <laughs> probably i mean i mean it, it i don't think there's anything better than recess peanut butter cups so i'm just like that that's it for me yeah i think we got fast breaks to to give out you you've had fast breaks right I don't know what that is. It's a Reese's peanut butter cup, but it's a bar. You've never had a fast break? No. What is that? I've never. Heard oh my of that. god! It it is the final form of the Reese's peanut butter cup. I gotta look. I gotta look that up. I actually don't know what yeah. that is. It is 
just the, the most incredible tasting candy bar ever. They're not new. They've been out since I was a kid. But you know like, what? They are, they are the final form of Reese's peanut I might have maybe had one. You know what? I probably never... I've seen these. I've never had it. Dude, it is the... It, like the epitome of what Reese's can do. It is their per- their perfect creation, their masterpiece. Their, All right. M- their Mona Lisa. It is the Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah, just think um, like a like a like a Reese's peanut butter ghost or pumpkin or whatever, but very like dense. Okay, because it's got something else in it, but it is just so good. That was a huge tangent about fast breaks. <laughs> about fast breaks, candy. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, we do have actual game again to get here this week on Markers on the Map, the weekly podcast gaming adventure where I'm like it's game again. There's a ton of stuff to talk about, but we're gonna pick the biggest ones we can possibly do this week and next week um, as this like two-parter thing. So before we get started, my name is Daniel, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host as always, Robert. And Robert. How we doing this week? I'm just really, I'm really tired. But but Friday was a big day because you know certain things came out. But yes. I've just been super tired and more tired than usual. It's not like I I don't know what I don't know what but I've just been tired. What about you? I'm not as tired today, but I was pretty tired on Friday. But not tired enough to like go to sleep when I could be playing two gigantic games that dropped on Friday. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Um, those are the two games in, in case <laughs> it wasn't obvious. Um, other than that, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. Aside from my minor disappointment at the, the pineapple gummy bears, it has been a very, like, it's been an okay week. Um, I've been real busy, but my, my free time has been spent playing uh, a, a couple of great games. And I also uh, started filling out some of the gaps in my Switch collection. I don't think I talked about this last week because we were strictly focused on a- uh, Alan Wake last week. Mm-hmm. But I did start filling in some of my missing first-party games to where the only ones I think I currently need for my personal collection right now are the uh, the Pikmin 1 and 2 and, and Pikmin 4. So, um, you know, since we're going on a, a break from recording episodes in a couple weeks, uh, I'll probably have plenty of new stuff to talk about um, come January. But I think we should get right into um, the first half of, of Gamageddon coverage. And the reason I've been calling it Gamageddon is because up until a few things got delayed, for example, Alan Wake got delayed um, a couple of weeks, Alan Wake 2 and Arkham got delayed, there was just like this week, the week that this episode comes up, was like a seven day period where like 20 different games came out Mm -hmm. so we've got like of course the two heaviest hitters spider-man 2 and mario wonder the metal gear solid collection is coming out that's five games in one um the there's some smaller things like gargoyles there's some limited run things that have been you know happening recently like the persona games the jurassic park games um Mm -hmm. there is Sonic Superstars, which is a, the the one that's unfortunately going to have to wait. And then, you know, Alan Wake is dropping, and there's got to be, like, two or three things I'm missing because I know I had a list a while back. But the ones we've, we've been playing are obviously the, the heavy hitters, the, the official Game of the Year contenders, I'm sure. Um, I think next week we're going to do a little bit of, like, oh, who might win Game of the Year because we won't have an episode for, for the Game Awards this year. But, yeah. Um, let's go ahead and hop right into Spider-Man 2. I should say there won't be any major plot spoilers in our initial discussion of this. Um, we could save that for a, 
a special later down the line once the game's you know marinated for a bit yeah um so like when we talk about things we will be a little more vague than usual um even when it comes to the intro of the game uh, i think it's important to kind of keep that surprise kind of like <laughs> a surprise for for a couple of weeks even though it is literally the first five minutes of the game mm-hmm. um but this picks up I want to say, like, maybe a year after Miles Morales, so two years after um, Spider-Man 2018. So this is Peter Parker's 10th year of being Spider-Man. And the setup is that Peter Parker is one of Miles Morales' new teachers at school. And then it's about five minutes into him being that new teacher that things start going down in the city which leads us into what i think is one of the most like masterful tutorials in a modern video game i mean i mean it's it's crazy that it's a tutorial it's gonna, it's gonna be hard talking to without spoiling it so much but i think the word we can use is scale the scale of it is yeah just like it's wild like, for for a tutorial for, for being a tutorial yeah the scale is just is just kind of just it's just crazy because it's it's very few times where you play something and it's just is is ah, so it's so hard just to say what what to say because it's just like I don't want to spoil it you know all I we got to do is not say, say the, the name <laughs> I say I say we, but I also don't want to say what the emotion or experience you should be feeling during the tour because it oh kinda, well a sure 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 you know I mean? I, yeah but is I, th- I think the best way to talk about it is that it is a thirty minute sequence of such a grand scale. That not only refamiliarizes somebody who's played the other games with the combat and swinging mechanics, but also completely teaches both how to swing, how to fight, how the new combat, mm-hmm. you know, tweaks work, and how to use the game's newest feature, which is the 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 wingsuit. Um, to you mm-hmm. know, it, it's quicker than web traversal. Um, but like the tutorial go- does a good job of like building it in both contextually and from a gameplay standpoint like it is just like part of a plot that like they will discuss and everything and mm-hmm. i thought like all of the elements of this 30 minute sequence were so well done and then like you feel immediately powerful you feel immediately like you're a pro at this game because the enemies you're fighting aren't that tough but the things that you are doing to those enemies are very impressive it also because it, the the settings themselves i didn't know this there there is settings in the game that that assist you like if it's a computer ai assist it'll assist you on controls you can turn that on and off however you know it fits to you very well but by default it gives you the max amount of just like assist it wants because i think it just wants to generally give everyone a smooth experience playing it instead of being such a like having to figure out the controls the controls will not necessarily play for you, but it'll assist you, and and it could get with everybody. If obviously you want to turn that down, you can. It'll help you in that way. But that I mean, I see that as a as a good thing because if when you play the tutorial, you genuinely feel very, very like, oh, I'm in so much control of everything that's going on that I can dodge this and and do that. And it's just it's a such a quick thing to like pick up on. You don't have to really struggle, you know, figuring out what to do. Yeah, so let me ask you, have you messed around with the swing assist settings yes. then? I've okay, gone what, past... Okay, what are you playing yours on? I've gone past down to four. Not as, It's a little too much of freedom of control because it's like, okay, maybe that's a little too much. I think for me, 
and someone else I've played with, it's you for uh, like around. It's like seven or six or around. There's like kind of like the sweet words. Like it gives some good control of what to do, but nothing where it's like I'm in total control. Where it's I, you know, I have to redo my con- gameplay brain to like to change. You know how the game ple- uh, like feels. I, uh-huh. you know, it gives enough assist where I'm still feel like I can do a lot more than just having the game assist me all the way through. So, are there, like, are there more assists or is it just the swing assist? I think it's just the swing. I don't think there's oh, anything okay. else. Well, that, I mean, the swinging also controls for like the wings. It controls, it controls for a yeah. lot. Just that is literally just the, I guess, the motion of the character itself. So the swing assist is by default set to 100, and that copies the other game's swing assist, I mm-hmm. believe. So I've just kept mine at 100 because it's literally the same movement as the other. But mm-hmm. I need to go and at least tweak around and try um different swing assists to see like you know yeah. the kinds of things i can pull off i know you can turn fall damage on or off which is also a nice thing because i don't think there needs to be fall damage in this um, but for <laughs> someone who wants to go like let me go the more comic book realistic like i don't yes. think spider-man can fall from the tallest building in all of new york and not take damage it's like there will yeah. be some type of damage falling from from a great height so it, it, it gives at least the game allows you to play the game however you want like if you want it to be difficult you can make it as difficult as you want if you want to get you know a little bit easier or like that you don't want the puzzles or anything to be, like, to be easy but you don't want the enemies to over be too like overpower you're like well how are these henchmen you know stronger than spider-man he's spider-man he's meant to be you know superhuman strength so you can make the enemies a little bit you know less damage that they can output stuff like so like you can change the so, you could input your difficulty but you can tweak if enemies have greater damage or lesser damage based on the difficulty you choose and then you know stuff like that is it's it's good accessibility options and it's a way for you to go from playing a spider-man game if you want to playing a spider-man sim mm-hmm. um it, another thing that I've noticed with accessibility that I believe I, I I read this on a forum and I noticed it in my game um, if you have your triggers turned off on the DualSense mm-hmm. controller, certain aspects of certain puzzles, I think there's one puzzle for Miles Morales featuring Anne character that you meet, and one puzzle for um, Peter in a, a situation you are put in mid-game, um, if your triggers are turned off, it will bypass, it will just happen as like a cutscene. Instead of you having to see, I mess around with that, those buttons. I, I didn't put that together. I, I didn't even realize that. Oh, yeah. Because when I went to the settings and said, can I turn them off? It didn't seem like it could. So I just like left. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. It would probably be fine. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that it would do something like that. Because it is a, a mini a mini game and a mini task where it's just like you do it. And it's based off the pressure you're putting on the trigger. So if you take off So you've the, come up to feedback, that point yeah. then, right? Okay. Yeah. I think since the, my triggers are off, it just does that as like it just happens. Yeah. So no. I kind of like that too because I don't want to have to turn my triggers on because you know what happened the last time I had the triggers on. I think it's just Ghost because of, of that game. And, <laughs> I think <laughs> that game alone just did it. I don't think it's every game's gonna do it. No, no. It, it and and to be fair, it, it was almost a year into the first Dual Sense, but like second time I pulled the narrow don't, on Ghost of Tsushima. Don't my, don't my, my poor trigger. <laughs> Don't fear monger the the haptic feedback just because it messed up one yeah. of your controllers. It's the one game. It's not like everyone has like. I mean, I think other people have confirmed that something has happened with that one ghost, but I don't. I've played other games with haptic feedback. No, and I, they've been fine. I, I did all of Returnal with the yeah. triggers on because you do need to. Um, it is a half press to shoot. Um, if we remember back to Returnal, and then the full squeeze to have like the special attack. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I'm I'm pretty scared after that though, like myself. So I just keep but, the um, triggers off. <laughs> yeah, Sp- Spider Man. So if we could talk about if we can explain the gameplay, don't think this is like how we've had extreme situations like the with the Dark Sider series where every game's a different type of game. It's the no, same it's game as like one and Miles, where it's like it's Spider Man. You're gonna play Spider Man. It's they may polish upon the movement, the animation, certain things of having new mechanics like the wingsuit, stuff like that can, you know, change the flow of the game and do make a difference. But it's more or less still going to be the game you're familiar with. You're not going to be completely out of the water. It's just like, okay, it's familiar waters that you know. You'll you'll get the hang of all the new stuff they'll throw at you. So there are a couple of, like, minor changes to the combat that are that do make a huge difference. That is a difference. difference. I've seen that, yes. I've not- oh, I've seen that. I've noticed that. In, in Miles Morales, he would have his Venom abilities, the, the electric abilities, um, with, with you holding down the, the left bumper and then hitting a face button. So in this game, uh, Peter Parker also has that. He's got, like, these claw, or these, like, mechanical claw well, things. I, I forgot what they're called. I forgot, yeah, I forgot what they were called. There's some kind of a mechanical, almost um, what's his face like from the from the Homecoming movie, Tom Holland, like just oh, Tom Holland. But no, I think that is a Spider-Man thing. The the suit, the the because it yeah, gives yeah, him yeah. four more legs, so he's like a spider. So it's like yeah. you know that. Part, but I forgot what the the system is called, like the way the the whole like mechanic is called. Yeah. Um. But they are attached to holding down a left bumper and then hitting a face button. So he's got some. He like. They've matched him up to Miles in like his his function. He can do special attacks that, and all these are on cooldowns and everything. Um, but I think the biggest change is that the characters no longer have a wheel of selectable gadgets. Rather, they're attached to holding the right bumper down and pressing a face button. Mm-hmm. And they're very useful very early on. Like you've got one that will like blast enemies into the air, like a little rocket thing that'll blast them into the air. My favorite one is the web grabber, which will just blast out and then just pull everybody in and damage them a little bit i like the web grabber and then putting the the missile launcher because it gets yeah, yeah. everyone into one spot and then you can just use the and launcher then you can just blast them damage. up yeah at this point i've already got the concussive blast unlocked again so back in spider-man one the concussive blast is a really useful thing that just allows you to push everybody away so mm-hmm. like it, it's it's like pulling enemies blasting them up pushing them away a great combo to <laughs> to get a group of enemies into um, with with Peter or Miles. Yeah. Um, so then then of course Miles has his returning Venom moves from Spider Man Miles Morales, where he can start doing little lightning hops and everything, and set, you know doing a little jump that damages enemies and a little slam type thing. And mm-hmm. you know at the point I'm on, there are some other abilities, but. I don't think you're at a point where any of those have popped out yet, so we are going to just leave it at the point where we say there will be other abilities, as we know from the original um, like gameplay trailer mm-hmm. from the PlayStation Showcase. There is a unique uh, thing that, that will happen to Peter where he will get abilities from that, and as somebody who has reached that point, I can say they are just as fun as they looked in that gameplay reveal. From playing 1 to 2... I can definitely tell that they did change the combat a little bit more. Nothing too like nothing too crazy. It's a little more Pretty seamless, and you have a little more yeah. options. Pretty much, yeah. Combat they touched upon. They they did that. I want to. Okay, so they've added performance and and what's it called when it's like the the they fidelity want, fidelity. I don't know why they ever add fidelity. Uh, anything that's less than sixty frames, I just I don't really care for. 
I even want... the 60 frames has ray tracing in this one too, yeah. but there's also a 40 frames mode, which is like fidelity plus frame rate, but I, I don't play on anything that's not 60. Didn't Miles or the the first one have it where they had it where, oh, there's ray tracing, but it won't hit 60, but then they added a, oh, it'll hit 60 now with ray tracing. It'll just, some NPCs won't show up when you, when you know, are That's on the ground. That's basically like, what it's this a one is less. by default. Yeah. So, so this one doesn't have your 60 frames without ray tracing. So it is much. actually running some ray tracing at whatever frame rate you select. Yeah. There was one thing I wanted to mention that I didn't like versus the other two. And it's kind of a gripe. Um... In, in the first two Spider-Man games, you obviously you fill out focus bars in order to heal yourself. Yes. So you fill out a focus bar and you press down on the D-pad mm-hmm. to heal. In the original games, you could heal yourself no matter how much focus you had. In this game, you do have to have oh, the entire focus yes. bar filled out. I don't like that. I hate that. I don't because either. I want them to patch that, actually, because like that, that throws is, me out. Okay. Because it does take a long time to fill a whole bar out. And if and if you're playing on Amazing, which is the default difficulty like I am, you do still die in like three hits. Yeah, and then there is an auto-heal system you can put. You can put where if you go a certain amount of health, like if you go lower than a certain amount, it'll auto-heal you. But Is that the accessibility totally... or is that a suit power? I No, that's an accessibility. You go to the settings and Ooh. it's in there. I had it at 10, but it just would not heal at 10, so I put it at 30% less health. Like 30 or lower, it'll auto-heal me. But I kind of want to look at that now. Yeah, look I've at that. Had, I, don't... I haven't had too much trouble, but like... The most I've ever had to replay an encounter is three times, but like later on in the game, the encounters are like you're fighting 50 enemies because of your options. They they do throw that dense amount of enemies at you. I did die once, and it was eh, the parry mechanic is fine. I think the parry mechanic is fine. It's not the it's best. It's forgiving, but also it's not telegraphed as well as I would want it to be. Yeah, like it is forgiving. You do have plenty of time to parry when the red pops up, but it it, it is also not telegraphed as well as it as it could be. You know, I guess we could give our quote unquote bad stuff we don't like so far. The 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 stuff we don't like, obviously, There's since it is the first two days, we're not giving a final review on it. I still think it's worth picking up and playing a hundred percent. I don't. Even if the game, I guess, does a really bad... I mean, it has to be a really bad, like, downward spiral for me to be like, oh, never mind, don't get... But, like, I think... Like, well, as yeah, somebody who's parry, apparently 70% through the story, yeah. it just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> yeah, I would say the parry mechanic is fine. It's kind of, eh. It's just kind of like, eh, I don't know. I don't use it that much. I just kind of press circle. You dodge, dodge more, more. probably like I do. Parry is not like how it was in, like... I sort of like say God of War honestly has a much better parry mechanic. It's like pretty forgiving and it's honestly pretty pretty easy to understand and like animation wise if enemies don't kind of throw you off on how to parry and when to parry. Usually the enemies kind of stick, uh, stick to a similar type of attack animation so you can kind of tell when's the perfect time to parry with this. I feel like every enemy always has a different type of attack. And it just kind of gets to where I don't necessarily know when's the right time to parry. Also, there's not really a lock-on system for most enemies. You're kind of just finding them when they're all coming at you. So you have to be very, like, agile and move around and hit one yeah. enemy and go it's to another. It's got that so, Arkham yeah. thing where it's really locking on to whoever you're facing. Yeah. Um, I find myself web-zipping around more than anything to see, you know, who's the best enemy to attack. Yeah, I get. I definitely have a system where I go. I take out like the long distance enemies yeah, where yeah, they can yeah. shoot you from a distance. To, like take them out first because they're just gonna be keep giving you issues. But 
going back, that's I feel like where the parry the mechanic is just kind of eh about it, just mostly dodge stuff like that. I yeah. do like there is like it's there. It's nice that it's yeah. an option, but I don't use it that much. I do like that there is a, a animation like takedown system with the combat stuff like that. But another issue, I guess, another issue is more or less like like how we talked about the. It, it's a good thing and a bad thing that if you're expecting a completely different type of game, don't. It's Spider-Man. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no, If something is fine and something works, there's no point of trying to change it. If it works, it works. But also, it's just one of those things where I know there's some people who want to wish it, it's something different. But it works, it works. I can see that as an issue for some people. But it, it was a little for me where it's just like it's still ty- kind of the same game, you know, that released from the first one and then the second one. But it's a fine system. It's like there's nothing wrong yeah. with it. It's, I think it's, that ki- kind of ties into like a, a thing that's really positive that I wanted to say in, in regards to the traversal. Like mm-hmm. the web wings are cool and everything. They really help get around. They're awesome to use and they look dope. But just the new things that they've added to the swinging to make that even more fun. Mm-hmm. They have this whole thing now where if you dive, like you know in the Spider-Man games you can dive by clicking down L3 as you're, mm-hmm. as you're dropping. Now there's a little ability you can buy which will like he'll do a complete loop-de-loop in the air and not only will he shoot up really high but he'll also gain this huge burst of speed to the point where like whatever mechanic of you know traversal you're using you can get across the open world in a matter of like a minute or so which Mm -hmm. is really awesome um there's also like ways for you to you know latch onto something when you're crossing the water or like go from like jumping on something to doing web zips but you will also have like a 10 second or so period where you could just do water skiing on the water and then like mm. if you're not near anything you could just jump off like next to the bridge or like land on a on, on like a rowboat real quick mm. and then just burst off and keep going there is no reason for you to 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 stop or slow down in this game unless you want to go into those dense city areas and look at all the cool stuff that insomniac has put on the ground level in this game yeah i would yeah the the, the flow of the game itself and the actual animation of the character they they don't they don't stop uh it's nothing really stops the you know spider-man from anything either a wall run whatever it is to, to keep the animation flow of the game going and i think that's i think you know that's a pretty good and i would say touching upon just like anything else that's bad about it i don't think there's anything really much else besides like maybe those things other than that the game's been nothing but great it's been nothing but like amazing not to spoil anything there is there is a kind of segment that shows up um later on in this one that showed up in the first one that i did not like in the first one and while it is improved in every way in this one these particular segments i still am not a big fan of you um i'm sure you you will pick up on that based on (laughs) based on our based off your type of game the way you play i might know what you're talking about but yeah (laughs) they're um, better in this but they're still i'm still not a big fan (laughs) i will i will also say that the only I, i totally forgot about this i guess there is some like animation glitches when it comes to like models of npcs and stuff like that but granted I didn't play the first one till like maybe a year after it came out. I was still in that. When did the first one come out? The first one came out what like twenty eighteen. I was super young. I don't think I even like. I don't think I even like. You know, I didn't have. I didn't have. So like, I was, I probably wasn't able to just pick up whenever I can. So it was just like, yeah, I probably didn't pick up till like a year later. But you know, seeing that. But I will grant to say maybe there was a few patch updates to make it where it was running much smoother than it was launch day. You know, I'm not going to give it, like, that's such a big problem. 
it is there. You probably will notice it. Probably since you know we are playing it the day it drops, there will be some bugs here and there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think any AAA game can escape something like that nowadays. Yeah, but I, it depends on the bug. If it's just like, oh, the NPC clipped into the wrong thing for one frame, or it's just clipped to something and it's the one enemy it's just like okay that's forgiving it's like it's one enemy they'll probably patch that at some point i've actually heard you know, that some people in some people's game spider-man just turns into a box randomly so like we I've haven't never seen, seen any of those I've big seen, glitches yeah. yet <laughs> never seen it um i did have one glitch that i really appreciated the way it happened because <laughs> it did help me so i was like okay oh, this is kind of funny i like this <laughs> i guess there was one glitch where as in certain point of the game as as well, it's Spider-Man. It's both Spider-Man. So it's Spider-Man. Um, it was to take out a certain amount of enemies, and I did it, and I'm pretty sure I got every single one of them, every of them, and it still wouldn't continue the dialogue. And I saw I swung around for a good while, and I just could not find anybody. And I'm like, did I? Is there a character that I knocked out that's technically not knocked out? So I have to go, like, uh, put him against the wall or something so it counts as them. But no. I just could not find it, so I did have to restart from a previous checkpoint, which wasn't that far back. It was just maybe one cutscene back, so it wasn't too bad. But it yeah. is like it happened. It but happens. Glitches, more or less, they're very minor to little. I've seen. There's not really anything crazy. But after all the you know quote unquote negative stuff we said, the overall game itself so far has just been nothing but a great experience. Nothing but just straight up fun, and the story is very. It, it it from the very first cutscene, it just it it you know claws you in and you want to watch what's going on and you want to see yeah. what's gonna happen and you know what's been going on for even even though we've had you know Miles Morales in between the first and second game, there's so that many was things still that three we, years yeah, ago. We still don't know certain things or things that happen off camera that you're just like oh so they'll bring this part of like as an issue during the story and they'll bring it up and talk about it and dwell on it. There's there's stuff like that and. It just, yeah, I would not hesitate to recommend it so far for anybody. And like you said, you're probably even more far into it more. So we're just saying, I think most people can agree that the 9 out of 10s it's getting is not really, you know, the craziest idea ever. It's like, it's pretty, seems to be pretty well deserved at this point. Yeah, for me, it's personally my front runner at this point. If they stick the landing like it looks like they're going to as far as the story goes, then this should probably end up being my game of the year. But, you know, I'm playing... Mario Wonder, and there's still a few things that are that are coming out to you know that are really competing with it. Um, but Spider-Man Two has hit those those highs of say Final Fantasy 16 for me already, and I'm only you know just past the halfway point from what you know PlayStation and and Mission Count is telling me. I, I've had such a great time. Never feels like a chore to do anything in this game. Even when they have little puzzle breaks, I'm like, you know what? This is something that a Spider-Man would do. Spider-Man would like destroy these parts of some kind of like dna thing um so i like it's like the first one i never had like tr like a problem with like there being those little like puzzles at, at auto octavius's lab and everything and of course the game does let you just bypass them if you don't want to do the puzzles so like you know continuing this sony playstation studios thing of having excellent accessibility options in games um so far spider-man 2 has been just so worth the wait like it I, I, it was two mm -hmm. years ago that the um that the trailer was revealed for spider-man 2 but like it was so worth the wait like yeah. incredible so far i will also say there's more uh mini games for like doing certain things with characters like 
oh, Peter Parker or so-and-so needs to do this thing. And, you know, it will have a lot more minigames than there were in the, like, the first one. Yeah, it's like I've a puzzle solving stuff like there's a lot more so there's more of that there is um, actually a sequence that you will do fairly soon where there are like 10 optional little things you can do and they're all worth doing because of something that you get <laughs> when you do granted them, so. granted i've said this to you and i'll say it on the podcast i think for the time being spider-man 2 will be considered quote-unquote the best game and this is the you know for for, for later down throughout time We'll, you know, we'll talk about Mario Wonder another day. But Mario Wonder will be considered the better game at that moment. Granted, you can't really compare them. There are different games. It's just like... But it's just one of the things where they did release at the same time. It's it's what I, it's what I consider to be the difference between these AAA studios and Nintendo's own philosophy. Mm-hmm. Where... Where PlayStation Studios or Microsoft Game Studios, with you know, they're working on Perfect Dark and stuff like that. They will make the game for that moment. The game that the gaming world needs at that moment to be the mm. pinnacle of video games. Where Nintendo will look at the future and they'll say, you know what? We want an evergreen title that they can probably continue to charge $60 for even five years down the line. And it will still sell constantly consistently just look at mario kart 8 mm. it's 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 almost a 10 year old game and it's the the highest selling game on the switch mm-hmm. and the second place i think is animal crossing and animal crossing is nowhere near those mario kart 8 numbers like no. nintendo is all about future proofing their games mm-hmm. evergreen titles you you go play the kirby game from 2017 it's just as good as the kirby game from this year pretty much yeah but like i said that's probably just like one of the things i will say is that because it, it, it unfair comparison but since they did release the same year and the same day it's just kind of like uh you know what would be the better i think in long terms and throughout time wonder but spider-man 2 is still very, very they're both deserving of their scores they're both getting tens and nines across the board so it's 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 you know just it's good for everyone it's just like it's just better for us to get two great games in the same day yes and what, like i don't i don't think i've ever had a day where two games of that caliber have, mm-hmm. have come out on the same day like i've gotten two games on the same day before but never of that caliber one might have been like a six the other might have been like a nine or an 8.5 but mm-hmm. like two games that are like in the 90s in metacritic like people might not know how hard it is to get into the 90s on in metacritic that's almost impossible so few games do it um big games that p- companies bank on mm-hmm. only hit the 80s mid to high 80s most of the time so to have two in in the 90s from you know as 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 respected developers as nintendo and and insomniac it's just it's been a good you know it's been a good first couple of days with with these two games (laughs) i think other than that I will say I don't think there's not necessarily there's always much we can more to talk about yeah, but we, not to spoil it. I think we'd anyone. have to get into story yeah. story based stuff, so we'll, we will have to wait a little while for the story based stuff. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll give our final opinions in, in a later time. Yeah. Um. So before we hop into news this week, um, let's just quickly touch on the Modern Warfare Three beta, which both of us completed oh, yeah. recently. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. So I, like we've been playing a lot of Modern Warfare Two, um, but for the past couple of weeks they did the modern warfare 3 beta for a couple of days it's largely a little bit different i don't want to say it's largely the same like the moment to moment sure but the way things Uh are set up is a little different the maps of course are are remastered for modern warfare 2 but Uh the way that um the vests work is kind of like a class system 
where different yes. vests will do different things. So I don't know why, compared to the ones I've played, Black Ops 3, 2, I guess the, all the Treyarch games, Black Ops 1, World at War, yeah. Black Ops 4, Cold War, I think their score system, class system, every system is much better and easier to understand and just much more coherent than the infinity ward system how they do kill streaks or the vest system or or unlocking attachments for certain weapon system it's very just like why would they just do that i've always uh, every time i do it, i'm just like well why is it like that it's kind of just i feel like just Treyarch just did it a much better way than you know whatever other than whatever but what i will say about the modern warfare 3 you know, game, because I feel like there was always this thing where I'm pretty sure they said they weren't going to do a sequel. They were going to do another season, but then they said, or no, we're doing Modern ex- Warfare like 3. Like an expansion. Yeah. We'll do Modern Warfare 3. So it's like, uh, you're kind of going back on your word, you know, that's feel like I remember hearing it. If I'm wrong about it, you know, I'm wrong about it. It was definitely something that was rumored. Something like, yeah, it was rumored that they weren't not going to do another season, but I guess they never really did. It's kind of one of those, like, we thought we were doing this season. Like, oh, who said that? Not I. We didn't like, say in that. In many so ways, it, it like, does yeah. feel like an expansion because everything is carrying over. Although, I th- I hope that that is the blueprint going forward because the skins in Call of Duty are very be. expensive and they should always carry over. They should just carry over. I think Warzone is not in the best state right now. I think a lot of people don't like Warzone. It's not like how Warzone 1 came out and it's not even like how people took to like Black Ops 4's Battle Royale mode. I think they really do need to work on Warzone much more because they're. I think they're losing a big portion of that. Also, I just think because battle royales are kind of dying out, it's it, they're they're fading Finally. out and stuff like that. Not a lot of companies are doing it. I think the only ones that are going to stick around with that type of gameplay is going to be Call of Duty and Fortnite. Fortnite's going to stay till the end of gaming, you know, whatever that is. But it'll stay around. I also, oh, I was gonna say, what I also feel about Modern Warfare Three is that this is much more of a call of duty modern warfare's two and three originals like two modern warfare 2 feels just completely different and it, it felt like it was an expansion of the first modern warfare you know reboot you know you know sequel is it was a re, you know, re- reboot to the franchise and they did this thing where it looked nice it looked so amazing the the visuals of you know call of duty just looked very very clean very you know quote realistic because they're taking actual photo images of real things and putting in the game but the gameplay always had that you know 2019 gameplay you know very you know where like sniping just was much more it wasn't it wasn't very fast paced compared which is funny that that's the some people were saying about the tagline with Modern Warfare 3 we'll get to that but Oh, we're talking about movement? Yeah, movement. I'm like, Modern Warfare 1 and 2? I guess there was no movement in those games. Yeah, because playing 2, a lot of it, I playing after playing it for almost, like, what? We almost put almost 900 hours in it. the amount of yeah. time that I have. <laughs> we almost have 100 hours in it. Um, but um, a lot of people like to just sit in the corner. They like to just hold back. They don't like to engage with just kind of going in. And stuff like that. You know, it's just like whatever type of gameplay is. Modern Warfare 3 has a much faster... And it feels like the straight-to-original form Modern Warfare gameplay. Especially like the older Call of Duties. So I see it as like it's the newer-looking Modern Warfare games. But it has that quote-unquote movement is back from the other titles of Call of Duty (laughs) games. Yeah. um, I I enjoyed (laughs) the beta. Enough to where I'm like, okay, I'll probably get this game. Because you know what? I don't want to just... 
have the same old maps I've been playing, grinding out that battle pass to use my Skeletor mm. skin on and my my um, spawn skin and my crash I mean, test dummy skin I got from the beta. Modern, Modern Warfare Three is gonna have all the original Modern Warfare Two maps remastered on there, so you are getting a pretty good amount of maps on there. They're gonna yeah, have some new fifteen ones, from but, the start, I think. Yeah, the I I I will say after playing the beta to get to the final crash dummy skin and play Modern Warfare Two, if I were to choose. You know which one I prefer? I prefer Modern Warfare 3. Granted, Modern Warfare 2 might, you know, since it's been around for a while, it has some other things, but I think Modern Warfare 3 is a much better direction of gameplay. It's a lot more fun. It's not as, you know, slow or, you know, not as fast-paced or the movement is back. You know, that's how it is. But just that's just an actual way to put it. It sounds dumb, but it, you can once you play both, you can kind of tell, like, okay, there is a difference. How much of there's I mean, a difference? This is mostly for the high-level Call of Duty players, so we mm. won't probably really encounter some of those well, quote-unquote strategies. That... Even, no matter what people say, anything that changes from the high-end players will affect still the... Like, I remember when Rainbow Six Siege will do certain things that will only cater towards the very pro league players and it would just not make sense for lower casual like players was like this doesn't make sense for us why are we either having something change so fundamentally that it changes everything and it's just making it where it wants it to be like the pro leagues or you know stuff like that where it's just like every no matter even if it just changes the pros it's still gonna affect everyone else on how a game feels and plays and yeah runs and and you know stuff like that but basically our our thing is, Marvel for 3 is... Alright, so we'll say this, or I'll say this. Call of Duty is Call of Duty no matter what. I don't think yeah, there'll be you another... You can pick it up and play it. There's No matter what anyone says, every Call of Duty is the same. It's just like how people want to say Fortnite, every chapter... No, every season... Fortnite has been the same since the day it's dropped. Call of Duty has been the same since Call of Duty 4. Yes, there's been certain... You know, I'm not going to be, you know, very blinded that yes to technology and advancements of consoles there are very big differences but it's more or less everyone can just pick up a call of duty game like oh what's the newest call of duty right now i'll buy that and you know play a couple matches yeah, with my you friends, know what you're like doing that. yeah you, you know, know you're you getting walk around up. you crouch and you shoot a weapon so it's one of the things where yeah you can never really go wrong with the call of duty game certain ones i'm just like i want to buy it but if someone gave it to me oh well but like all right i'm not gonna just like just well play but yeah, Modern Warfare 3 is definitely, like, I will probably pick it up. Probably not when it drops. Probably wait, maybe during the holiday season when it's on sale or something. Pick it up then. You know, 50, 40 bucks for it. And then also, yeah. please, Call of Duty. Please. and Because Fortnite does this with all, with all its chapters. Please just keep the same skins and just make them go over to the next season or the yes. next Call of Duty because at this it's a point, step forward, just keep stepping forward, right? I, be <laughs> I believe each team at this point they don't do the whole oh we're doing our own thing and the other team. No, I think at this point they're all working together. Yes, so there they are can many studios that pop up on the opening credits to this game. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I think at this point everyone should just work together to keep sort of the same skins around and stuff like that. Just yeah. please keep that in for forever now. Also, Skeletor skin. Absolute, amazing. Amazing. Oh, was amazing. <laughs> perfection. <laughs> uh, er, er, yeah, everything. The, the beta was. I, I, I liked it. I don't. Yeah, you know it was funny? good. Most betas. Fall, the Fall Guys beta didn't work. I remember when you told me you tried it that you couldn't even get into a match. Like, it was just like, yeah. I can't even. I had it. one round of Seesaw in the Fall Guys beta. Maybe, like, once you and me having, like, one, like, 
stoppage of us having to get into the beta where like it wouldn't load us in that might be like, oh yeah i had a few thing. times where it kept erroring me back out yeah. to modern warfare 2 menu and that happened yeah. two or three times but like it worked enough for me to get to level 30 yeah pretty much but you know what modern warfare 3 i think it is better than modern warfare 2 you know, you know i feel like i won't be able to answer that question until i spend like oh the beta so far the beta hours. was yeah like the beta was enjoyable but i i don't know if that was because i had already been completely sick of two because of grinding battle pass by then but you know i guess that's true <laughs> like me and two don't get along well right now because of all the time <laughs> well, well i'll say i'll end it on this then that the beta went very smooth very yes, little yes, most betas right. don't get that at all where like sometimes they put it and it will not It'll be a disaster. This was, I think, a pretty good, you know... They and it gave you it something pretty, to go for. Well, Most betas yeah. that come out are, like, play for a little while, and I'm like, okay, I'll play this for a little while. The game's coming out in, like, two weeks. Okay, I'll play for, like, two matches. This, I, I played and played and played until I was level 30. I think we both agree on this final statement. Rust and, and Estate were the better maps. Skid, uh, Skid Row and Favela were the ones we did not want to play on that match. And the other one, the one they added in the second weekend, High Rise or whatever. High oh, Rise. I hate that. Oh, High Rise is fine. I thought it was. Uh, it, it was. It, it's half and half. It's like sometimes it was fine, sometimes it was just like, oh, this is kind of annoying. But it, it's, you know it's, what statement we could both agree on? Movement mm-hmm. is back. <laughs> movement is all right. Movement is back. We'll end it on that. All right, Pokemon Drip X and Y. So since episode 150 is a special, this is the penultimate um, X and Y Drip. So next week there will be two characters. This week we're mm-hmm. looking at Valerie. I believe she's a fairy type gym leader. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the sixth gym leader from X and I Y. I couldn't tell. And she. She, yeah, <laughs> she has, like, this huge, like, purple, pink, and black dress on with, like, these mm. purple and yellow fairy wings that come out of it. She's got, like, some, like, purple and black bows that are really long coming out of her hair. Almost like a goth fairy, almost. Yeah, so, I guess it's like a, I, I would, I see it as a butterfly. With the, yeah, you know, I, I, I get have that. that feeling of it because of the wings you know the dress itself looking like wings very mirrored to one another they're one you know exactly like one or the other yeah as a rundown fashion show i can see this as like this is amazing see i remember you you saying that about one of the other characters too like this is high high fashion yeah high fashion it was fantina i think from from diamond and pearl you said probably I think as streetwear, as something you would wear around, it's a little too much because it is like a very big, like, as like I said, as a run show dress, as fashion, it is fashionable. It, it, I'm not denying there's no fashion. Let but me ask you this think, then. Take off the the quote unquote wings and just have sleeves. Would that, that feels like that feels like that's what I mean. Drip. Like, <laughs> yeah, drip. I will start. I like the boots. I really do like the high heel boots. I like them. I like uh, I like the whole dress. Like I say, if you replace the wings and then just long sleeves, and maybe like it'll have like the the very ends of them have you know the pattern. Like I still think it's very everything about it is just I I don't know why the designs of this ones are so well done. I like it. I like this is all a of great them. one. This is this I is really probably do. my favorite of X and Y, Valerie. Um, the other ones are, are like the ones coming up. They're they're fine and everything, but this one is like, like the most like radical and out there one. But also it's like super cool thematically, mm. and it just looks like somebody like really loved designing this character to the point where uh, I yeah. give Valerie like a four and a half Bidoofs out of five. I will say this: the hair pin, like the hair. I guess there would be what the wings or whatever the hair, they're like little bows are. almost. Yeah, 
the bows and you make if you take off the bows and long sleeves and stuff and like make them long sleeves i think you obviously i would say it's a five out of five badoof even this as a as it is right now i'm i'll give it it's four i'll give it a, a 4.95 out of a dupe, <laughs> but it's pretty close to five where it's like if there's nothing else better this is a five but yeah. this is like it this is my five if there's nothing else better if there's something else better i'll give it it's four but this is pretty close to being i really do like this design there there are very few gym leaders or elite four members that are more well designed in my opinion than this we will get to them eventually and those mm. will be the ones that i give a five out of five to but valerie is in is in good standing here in, in pokemon drip mm-hmm. very cool very cool now news um we will do our biggest news story this week and save the little tiny ones for for after next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the big news story here is that after almost two years, I think it's about twenty one months, the Activision Blizzard King deal has finally gone through, and that mm-hmm. company has joined Microsoft as one of their partners. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about the saga of a lifetime for the past couple of years with this news story. Mm-hmm. Um. I have we've t- we've discussed about this. Maybe we'll we'll talk about it more in a later episode. This episode's mostly for Spider Man and, and Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, but there's more news to talk about. But mm. there are smaller things that we're going to squeeze in at the end of yeah um, our discussion on Mario and. and I guess we should week. definitely talk about this more before we take our break because I do want to give what I feel about the whole situation about it. But for now, I think a lot of people are not necessarily seeing it. They're seeing it as like microsoft is trying to buy everything so call so playstation can't do anything but i'm seeing it as there might be putting some type of cushion just in case they're like we're not working so well in the system market we'll just release games and at least get a good chunk of money from every sales from games we publish on either pc ps5 and and switch now yeah, we know it's a not a case of Microsoft trying to like take Call of Duty because Phil Spencer already said that there will be um, parity between PlayStation and Xbox. And who knows, maybe Call of Duty will come to the to the next Nintendo thing that's going to drop assumedly yeah. next year. Um, but they're not going to be like, oh, we've got exclusive stuff on Xbox or whatever. Kind of like, I mean, like PlayStation does that now. Like you get more tiers from Black Cell on PlayStation. Um, and like the PlayStation had the early access to the beta and everything. I think what Microsoft will do with Call of Duty in, in that isolated game. No will, longer will, make will it make like it, that. Like just the same for everybody. Yeah. Pretty um, much, I was thinking that. So, like, just quick, it's like people need to understand that that buying a lot of these studios is not necessarily the best thing because that's a lot of employees you have to keep track of, and a lot of teams that's also you have a lot of money being understand. thrown around. Yeah, it's it's a lot. So, it's one of the things where a company necessarily should not own a lot of teams because that means they're going to prioritize certain teams more than others. And we've seen it where some studios shut down because they acquire a certain amount of teams or like they'll get a studio and then they'll shut down certain teams because they're, they're no longer. We've seen that this year with Embracer doing an acquisition spree of so many things. And then, you know, Volition and like they're, they're, they're gone and all that stuff. And Crystal Dynamics got layoffs and everything. So exactly. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of money and jobs being swirled around in a tornado mm -hmm. with acquisitions as rampant as they've been. 
first thoughts I think about it is is Microsoft doing this to to take away from from PlayStation? No, they're just doing it because they're trying to get some type of either if they're not staying in the console market, they'll at least stay in some type of way in the gaming market. They'll own some studios, yeah. but it also is pretty scary to think about like a lot of these studios might not be around because they might have to shut down because they're not performing as well as some other ones, and they have to focus. Well, it's on also scary to think a lot of these studios in Activision Blizzard King are like first party Microsoft studios now. That's mm-hmm. also a scary thought. Like, on top of, um, like, just going back to the other thing, I think Bethesda was the one where they just wanted to take away from PlayStation. Like, then we won't release Starfield but, on PlayStation, we won't release Redfall or whatever, Bethesda but games, all like, that, Fallout. all that but hype this, this for isn't. what? All, exactly. Like, all that you hype have for to, what? You have to make the game, like, great for that to be that kind of be, win, this, I guess. Think about it like this. When Microsoft bought Rare, they thought it was going to be such a major blow to Nintendo, but Rare's not known Rare's now. Rare's best be the, games are on the Super Nintendo and yeah. the Nintendo 64. The best game they don't know now is Sea of Thieves, and that wasn't the best launch you know, around. You know, that wasn't yeah, it the took best. years for that to get to where it is nowadays. So my point is, it's not this... People want to make it seem like it's this... They're trying to take away from Sony, but it's like Sony still has its own studios that do super well. Yes. They just had Spider-Man. I mean, Insomniac and Sucker Punch alone. Like, yeah. Naughty Dog, yes. No matter what, no matter how you and I feel about Naughty Dog's recent output, they're still, still making quality games yes. that people love to play and they talk put about numbers. and review well. They put numbers for Sony. Even Kojima will partner with Sony. It's like there's yes. still other Death studios Stranding. that aren't necessarily tied to Sony, but they will easily partner with Sony if they feel like, like um blue point don't didn't blue they point. do no blue point exactly. uh, yeah they, they own blue point now but back in the day it was like yeah, yeah let's like, do demon they souls still remake. let's do them. shadow of the colossus remake stuff like that yeah so it's one of those things where i think people just make it more than it, it seems to be and just we'll see time will tell just what happens but that's just we'll, we'll maybe talk about it a little bit but later. they're gonna get that candy crush money though <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that, that sweet know. sweet king money right <laughs> anyway that's probably enough for this week, Robert. Would you say we've done an episode? Yeah, I think we should wrap it up. All right. Um, so next week, we're going to talk about the other half of our Game Again games, Mario Wonder and Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. But for right now, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. Please listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. Download an episode and subscribe. And please follow us on X at Markers on the Map. And we do like to end every episode of this year podcast with a world-famous video game quote. And how apropos that this week's quote is, You know, Ellie, we really are the ultimate Spider-Man. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Later. Later.